0: podcast for exceptional 20 century Guys, we got an interesting show today. We to be talking about marijuana, and we're going to be talking about marijuana and meditations. We're going to be talking about marijuana and your spiritual practice. We're going to be speaking with Carrie Connor, and she's the author of two books that we're going to talk about here on the show today. And one is Wake and Bake um, and Meditate, Take Your Spiritual Practice to a Higher Level with Cannabis. And the second one is for 20 meditations, enhance your spiritual practice with cannabis. And before you go like, oh, cannabis, This is just pot, and all I'm going to do is get high with it. It does serve a deeper purpose if you will use it in that way. And we're going to get into that um, momentarily. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that's holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you truly ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. A bit about me for my new listeners, Intuitive Sense Birth. I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent 25 successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional, and I'm the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a 501c3 nonprofit. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, And clinical hypnotherapist, so whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help To find out more about me and the services I offer. Go to my website, nesmoniquechapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, Carrie Connor, is the High Priestess of the Gathering Grove, which is a family-friendly, earth-based spiritual group, and has been practicing her craft for over 35 years Folks, she is funny as hell. Um, Just to let you know, she is the author of nine books and is currently working on number 10. She's a graduate from the University of Wisconsin and she earned a BA in communications. She is a cancer survivor and holds a medical marijuana card in Illinois, where she lives with her husband and son three cats and a plethora of critters. She is working to convert a portion of their land into a spiritual sanctuary. And you can check her out online. And that's K E R R I C O N N O R K-E-R-R-I-C-O-N-N-O-R.com. Welcome, Carrie.
1: Hi, thank you.
0: Hey, it's <laughs> great to have you on. You know, you're the, I think, First show that I've done um on cannabis, always been interested in talking about it on the show. And then most authors flake at the last minute. So thank you for not flaking. I deeply <laughs> no appreciate this. Um, cannabis, you know, people um I'm an old woman. So back in the day, you know, we used to go buy a dime bag, a nickel bag, and it was completely illegal. But you know, I always felt better after using it. Okay. So let's talk about um. Your your wake and bake book on and meditate first. Um, why wake bake and meditate? What are the benefits we're gonna actually receive from
1: <coughs> baking? Um, when I say baking, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean getting baked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean open your eyes, smoke a big bowl, and meditate. That's that's what the wake bake and meditate really means. Though we do have actual recipes in here so that you can, um, I I, I like to use edibles to extend a high. I can't really get high off of an edible, but I, because it takes so long to begin with, but it helps me extend a high. So Uh it's really good for when you're meditating, if you smoke and actually eat an edible at the same time to help you get through your meditation without losing your high. Because that can be an issue for a lot of people. I know it is for me because I'm a medical hard hard holder, I uh-huh. have a very high tolerance level.
0: Uh-huh. And As- so it,
1: t- it takes a lot to get me high. It really does. Um okay. I if I want to get high off of flour, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna smoke an eighth easily. I mean it, really. It, wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, that's a huge I blood. I have not had a day off of smoking in like six years. And I have uh-huh. tried to take a tolerance break. Uh-huh. and because i have so many autoimmune issues it it really hurts <laughs> it really hurts uh-huh. and i spent 13 of my year 13 years of my life on opioids oh wow getting, i did opioids methotrexate was it's a chemotherapy that they were giving me um and i was on humira and i was taking all of these medications and i still hurt uh huh all the time. I still hurt. It wasn't Uh doing me any good. And so I know now what it feels like (laughs) when I don't have it. And so I kind of don't want to go there again. So I've, I've tried a tolerance break. I I think I went like three days and Uh I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't get out of bed.
0: Well, I actually did the tolerance break as you call it for a a month. Um, and then I had to travel. with my husband back east. And I was like, in so much agony. And yes. I kept trying to figure out what what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And as I told him, I said, I figured it out. And he's like, what? I, said, I don't have any weed in my system. Yep. And he goes, okay, he doesn't exactly buy into the concept of weed for medication you know, that it works that way. He just, you know, takes it, gets high because, you know, that's what we did back in the day. Um, but, you know, I, it, it's amazing how it can help. And you talk about autoimmune issues. I have them also. And folks, if you are suffering from any type of pain with autoimmune, this will help you thrive. It's amazing.
1: It, it, it is amazing. It, it's I, not even just wanting, right? Yeah, it, it, I, they had me on so many meds, so many, it's like when I said I spent 13 years on opioids, we're, we're talking like five or six different ones all at the same time. And that included a hundred milligram patch. I wore a fentanyl that oh, I would change God. every few days. So uh-huh. I mean, I was on massive, I was on drugs so bad for the, all these pain. And this was before we knew about opioid crisis. I would fall asleep driving my son to work. He would have to nudge me to keep me awake because all of a sudden the fentanyl would hit and then i got used to it and it's like yeah it's terrible it was terrible and i still felt pain <laughs> and i i started you know I, i'd gotten high and stuff but i i wasn't a huge smoker or anything not of cannabis uh-huh. <laughs> i mean i smoked in high school uh-huh. but i did not use cannabis for pain until i was going through my cancer and by that time, they're like, oh, boy, we can't give out opioids. They're bad. <laughs> and I didn't want them anyway. Uh-huh. I didn't want them anyway. Because like, I knew they weren't going to help. So I have a kid that works in the restaurant industry. And everybody knows if you want something, you go to the restaurant industry. Uh-huh. So told my kid, get me some weed. Uh-huh. And he went to his room and he brought it out. But <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm not like, stupid. I know you smoke. And he's like, uh-huh. no, mom, no, uh-huh. I don't. I'm like, I'm not yeah. stupid. I'll
0: yeah. And, and, some- and I can smell. So the, the nose <laughs> still works. So, you know, yes, we can do that. You know, it's interesting. You yep. said you um, were taking all those drugs for um, the cancer. And of course, every drug that you take also has a very negative effect on you. Where cannabis, you know, if mm-hmm. the worst effect, if you will, is you're going to feel a buzz. Um, I have
1: Or had- the munchies.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, you can even manage the munchies if you uh, yeah. think about it ahead you know, of time and eat food that's not going to cause you to gain weight.
1: Yeah. Well, I i was up to I was up to 250 pounds. Uh-huh. And this was before I started smoking. Uh-huh. I lost 50 pounds once I started smoking cannabis because I could actually move. Hmm. Even with having the munchies, I lost 50 pounds. <laughs> well, it can be quite motivational, especially if you utilize a
0: sativa, which brings well, you I, up. I
1: I honestly I very seldom use a sativa. Really? Very seldom, oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very seldom. Um, I, I do more when I, I, I need, you know, in the mornings occasionally when I try to get myself up in the morning because I've never been a morning person. I would I could sleep to <laughs> noon every day if people would oh. just let you I stay up all night I stay up uh-huh. all night and I just have my body has its own rhythm it doesn't want to go to bed till like 3 4 a.m uh-huh. and I used to fight it all the time I would just lay in bed and stare at the ceiling and toss and turn and I decided you know that's a really good time for me to be writing so I got uh-huh. up and I started doing my writing in the middle of the night well, it it obviously She's, worked
0: for you. Do, do you know yeah. what time you
1: were born? Um, I was born. I know this somewhere. It's like six forty. I think it was at night. Oh, I mean, really? Because usually, yeah. if you're born
0: like middle of the night and all that, you tend to be a night owl. No, okay. I'm 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 just weird. No, you're just turning into <laughs> your, you're tuning into your natural
1: abilities and and what yeah naturally... i learned to stop fighting shit <laughs> <laughs> naturally works for you. yes what it is is we fight so much yeah you know we're told we have to do this this and this and even if our bodies tell us we don't want to do that and it doesn't we fight it we fight it and uh-huh. when we fight against it things go wrong and we don't feel our best so i i decided to just whatever what it wants it gets Okay. So when it wants to stay up all night, I stay up all night. Yeah.
0: And you know what? If you pay attention to your body, your health is better over the long haul anyway. I finally learned that. It is. You know? My health so- is
1: so much better than mm-hmm. what it was before I got cancer. When I was by the time I was 30, 31, I was using a walker. Mm. Okay. I couldn't walk on my own. I was mm-hmm. using a walker because I was in so much pain. Mm-hmm. I slept um, in a reclining chair. Uh huh. Yeah, and that was at thirty, and I'm fifty-one now, and I'm like, yeah,
0: hey, she's here, and Lucy wants I mean, to go out
1: and do cartwheels because <laughs> um, I don't want to break nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so let's get some serious cannabis talking here for a moment. Um, When people think about utilizing cannabis, even for medical, the first thing that comes to their mind is how high am I going to get and how can I function? So if you are utilizing this medicine that they have used in like Mm -hmm. the 17, 16, 17 and 1800s folks, how can you utilize it and still stay focused to either drive or get done what you need to get done?
1: What I always tell everybody is you have to start slow and low. It's my favorite term, slow and low. Uh You have to know how it is going to affect you. Um, Perfect example is I knew somebody who she had a few hits of weed one day and she thought she knew it all, went out and bought a vape and ended up in the emergency room because vapes are far more potent. So she went from taking a few hits of probably a 20% THC flower <laughs> to right, <She's> taking well. <laughs> several hits off of an 80% THC Whoa. and vape, and she ended up in the emergency room, and she, she thought she was dying, and no, she was completely fine. She just had way too much and didn't know mm-hmm. how to handle it. Mm-hmm. So what and- happens when you have way too
0: much? How can, is there a way that you can back it, the sensation back down?
1: What, what I use personally is either lemon oil or, um, coffee bean oil. And I like to alternate them. You sniff that stuff and it helps bring you out of the high. It is, I don't know why it works. It's something with the terpenes, but it works. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my son, he had it, he did it a few days ago, a few weeks ago. He, he asked me, he goes, okay, mom, I don't like this stuff. I don't like how it makes me feel. What What do I do? And mm-hmm. I, he, he liked the lemon oil, coffee, bean oil did not work for him. He didn't like that at all, but mm-hmm. I'm able to use those two and go back and forth and it it brings you back down. Okay. Is it an immediate back down or is it pretty much? Natural? Pretty much. And if you have to let it all get out of your system, because if it's not all out of your system, even if you stop, it can come back up. So you have to like, you know, maybe wait a few minutes and then maybe go back and forth again and sniff them some more as you feel yourself starting to come back up high again. You Uh can lower yourself by sniffing this. Okay. Now you mentioned vape, but when you're talking about the vape and the 80%, were
0: you talking about the oils? Yes, concentrated.
1: Whenever I say the word vape, I mean, Uh I'm talking about either the concentrated oils of CBD or of THC, but generally Uh the THC ones.
0: Okay. Well, I I don't think that. Okay. I vape flower. I have a um, firefly Mm -hmm. and it's um, very small folks, very discreet. And you just put a little bit in the bowl and it is convection. So supposedly you're not getting, um, as much harmful chemicals Mm -hmm. in your system. And I was diagnosed several years ago with spots on my lung. And since I've been utilizing the vape, they have not grown. Oh, that's so. So that, you know, folks, if that tells you something, And actually my Mm -hmm. doctor, my medical doctor at Kaiser Permanente, huge HMO was the one that told me to start utilizing cannabis. So it's not about just getting high all the time. It's really about helping ourselves. People do
1: not understand that up until 1937, cannabis was in almost, it was in tons of our medications. It was Uh the number four ingredient in our medications. And it, it was, you know, they screwed it up in 1937 and said, uh, oh, hey, let's raise taxes so that people will never pay for this. And then they mm-hmm. outlawed it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's really a shame. But folks,
0: if you think she's kidding, just watch an old Western like Gunsmoke. <laughs> OK, and you will see, you know, good old Doc Adams, you know, mm-hmm. giving out his cannabis. So how does cannabis help? We talked about autoimmune Um issues and it taking the pain away. How does it work with us psychologically so that we're not in that dep- depressive funk that people can go to and wallow
1: in? Part of the reason why cannabis works period is because we have in our bodies, what is known as an endocannabinoid system. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are literally made to work with cannabis. So you have the cannabinoids in cannabis, which includes THC and CBD. And, you know, there's like a hundred other ones. And we have in our body, this endocannabinoid system that has what are called receptors. And there's are CB1 receptors and CB2 receptors. And the cannabinoids and the receptors join together. And when they join together, the body works better. Mm-hmm. We have cannabinoids in our body that are endocannabinoids. And they're starting to believe that a lot of the um, uh, uh, autoimmune issues that people have are actually issues with their endocannabinoid system, because when you bring in the that the, the the cannabis and you add it to that system, those things start correcting themselves.
0: Uh huh.
1: Like the pain and fibromyalgia, like seizures, like um, headaches. All of these different things, they are finding that when we add the cannabis to the system, which might not have enough of the endocannabinoids in our bodies,
0: uh-huh. it fixes
1: things. Okay. Is
0: there any type of cannabis, the way that it's, um, I guess, formulated for sale that we should stay away from because it's not really
1: as healthy for us? Um. Honestly, it, it I don't use a whole lot of the extracts that often other than the vape. The more Uh you process something, the different it becomes from the plant. The plant is already there. It's, I mean, yeah, you can, you can use other things. You can make edibles. You can, you can use the, the, there's things called shatter and moon rocks and all this other fun stuff. And Uh it's all concentrates. It's all concentrates that they get by doing different things to the plant and extracting Everything from it. And those are pure, but it's they're stronger. So, for people who are new to it and have no idea what they're doing, they need to stay away from it. They seriously do, because when you start taking something that's really strong and you don't know what you're doing, it's not good. It's just you're not going to have a good reaction. You're going to, it can trigger, it can really trigger anxiety especially for people who have anxiety and if you have a really high dose of something and it triggers your anxiety you're going to have a really really bad experience Uh and then you're not ever going to want to try it again that's why i always tell people you have to start really with a low dose and slow Uh and see what it does for you if it doesn't do anything for you okay well then you know that that doesn't do anything try a little more and you Uh keep adding a little bit more and as you go you feel those changes that it makes in you even more by going slow and taking your time to really experience what it does for you. Okay.
0: Now, cannabis, still, even though it's, you know, uh, you shared with me earlier, 38 states are embracing it. So we're getting there. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure we're up to 38 for medical. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, people still sometimes have a negative connotation about cannabis.
1: I, I, How- I grew up being told it would kill me. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was born in 1970. And in my family, we were told you would die if you smoked weed. And then there was an episode of Quincy, MD. You remember Quincy? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Those those kids smoked. They smoked cannabis and they died. Uh-huh. But it was laced. It was <laughs> laced in the episode. But, you know, nobody ever pointed out to me what laced even laced meant. The- yeah, <laughs> well, they let's call cover- cannabis and they died. So I okay. was I was scared of it for years. I was scared. And the first time I, I ever got high, I was with my friends and they were very sorry afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a restaurant afterwards and I ate a, a, a chocolate Good menu cake and a Greek salad and a chocolate cake and a Greek salad and a chocolate <laughs> cake followed by a greek salad and i mean we spent like 2 hours there and all i did was eat and i mean oh wow my bill was yeah I, it was disgusting uh-huh. the entire hockey team was there watching <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank yeah. god we didn't have
1: tiktok back then huh oh yeah yeah i'm never running for president let me tell you but <laughs> uh-huh. well actually maybe it, you should <laughs> maybe i didn't do it Indian. again for years yeah i didn't uh-huh. i didn't smoke it again for a couple years and when i was with my first husband we did a few times And I didn't, I didn't have a real good experience with him, and it turns out I'm actually allergic to it. Oh, which shouldn't surprise me because Uh I'm I'm a tree, grass, weeds, dust, mold, mildew person. Oh, okay. I am actually allergic to it. Uh Um, which is funny. It means I I will never ever be able to take a hit without coughing. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay well we we know what your reaction is going to be now you talked about lacing um cannabis and and back in the day and, and folks i'm talking boy when she was born i was like a um in my 30s um they would lace it with you know, like coke or mm-hmm. they had different things that they would lsd lace it with. was a
1: big one ls mm-hmm. they would lace it mm-hmm. a lot with lsd
0: you know, I never did the um, the LSD, um, but I did too. I'm trying to think of what it was called. Um, had a cousin from, I was living in New York at the time. Cousin came from California. He bought some with him and- Oh God, it had like angel dust. That's what it was laced oh. in it. And oh my God, um, that that was an experience that if you never did cannabis previously, you might not want to do it ever again. Because <laughs> um, that was some strong shit stuff. Um, but in your book, you talk about mixing cannabis with you know uh, herbs, food. Yeah, herbs and uh, food grade things. Like you know, one that caught my eye was rose petals.
1: Yes. What it, Talk to us more about, you know, the mix. It's when you smoke rose petals, it's very calming. But one of the biggest things you have to remember is when you're smoking rose petals, you cannot go to your your florist, buy the roses and smoke them. You have to get food grade uh, rose petals because otherwise the the ones they use at a florist are filled with chemicals. They're filled with fertilizers. Uh, Some of them are covered in glues, and you can't even tell um they're dyed there are all kinds of stuff that happens to flowers at a forest Uh you know there's a lot of places online or you know like new age shops always have them but you can get a lot of food grade herbs from places and rose petals are very calming Uh Uh, i like when i use the rose i usually mix the rose petals with lavender okay and and that that's that's nice um,
0: does it alter the
1: smell? It does alter the smell. It does alter the smell a little bit. Um, and if there's, you know, a lot of different types of cannabis taste different and there's some, they just be nasty. Honestly, I'll, I'll pick uh-huh. something up new from the dispenser. I'm like, oh, that just tastes gross. Uh-huh. So you throw something good in it, some lavender, some mint, whatever. And it really helps the taste. I mean, not all of them are bad, but if, it, it can really change the taste. Um, in the fall, Time, I love to add some time into it, and uh-huh. it's such a rich flavorful, and it gives you a little it kicks up the high. Time actually kicks up the high. And oh really, yes, and it's because of the terpenes that are in time, so it's kind of cool. It's like you can learn all about these different terpenes, and terpenes are the things that give it the flavor and the scent basically. They are the oils that give it flavor and scent. Uh-huh. So when you add different terpenes to different things, not only do you change the taste. But they kind of boost things differently. Um, if I don't know if you've ever heard this, but it works. Mango. If you eat a mango or drink mango juice, pure mango juice, not uh-huh. one stuff, uh-huh. while you're smoking, it will both extend and it's extend your high and it will let you go higher because so- it, it actually boosts it. So is it just the juice or can you eat it, a mango when that happens? Too? Yeah, no, the mango itself, because it's the terpenes that are in the mango. And I cannot remember for the life of me which one it is. I think it begins with an M. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It begins with an M.
0: I don't remember uh-huh. off the
1: top of my head.
0: Okay. Well, no, that's um informative um to know. So when we're working with um cannabis and we're using it for meditation, walk us through a process. Okay. So we're sitting here, we're two girls were just hanging out and we decide that we're gonna do a meditation and we're gonna uh, I'm gonna call it enhanced meditation. So what would we
1: do? Um I do two different types. Uh and that's why I have literally two different books. Uh-huh. Uh the 420 meditations when I do a a daily meditation um I, I, I do a lot of them in my bed even though I have like all these different meditation areas set up. I'm just lazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're real okay I am I I have a room but I'm I'm lazy Uh I I usually I will start with um smoking flour and I will usually smoke probably two bowls I'll smoke Uh two bowls and then I'll have a few hits of my vape and then I will do my meditation that is for a daily meditation and those are the type that are in my 420 book The wake, bake, and meditate are different types of meditation. These are for your much deeper and what we call a peak experience meditation. Uh And those are for when, I mean, when, if I'm doing those, I really load up and I will take edibles ahead of time. I will keep my vape on hand while I'm meditating because I'm at the Uh point where I can be meditating and it's just... Take hits from my vape and not even realize I'm doing it, kind of. Okay. Just kind of get into that flow that when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I am doing a deep meditation like that, I, it's always weird to me because I always feel like I've been in it for maybe an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And it, it's 15 minutes. Really? 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, it, I get to that point. I get so high, I, I lose time. And that's kind of what a peak experience is, is when you hit the point where everything else disappears. Mm -hmm. Well, that's kind
0: of where you want meditation to take you. But what about protection? Because, you know, when you're out there, your soul is out there, spirit, whatever you want to call it, doesn't it need to be protected to a certain degree? And does cannabis lower that protection?
1: I do not feel it lowers my protection at all. Um, Okay. If anything, to me, when I, I do it, I, it seems to me, I feel like I'm in a bubble. Uh-huh. It kind of like, I feel like I'm in a bubble and, you know, I don't know if I do that myself or if the cannabis does that. Now that you say that, I've never really thought about it, but I do really feel like I am very protected in a bubble. Um. But at the same time, it's like the things I want to be able to come through do but I have never I haven't had a bad experience meditating honestly the first few times I hit a peak experience it wasn't on purpose I had no idea what was happening Uh I'm just like I was chilling in the hot tub and the next thing I knew I felt like I was floating in space literally Uh just floating in space Uh and then Ganesh showed up and that was a little strange Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I was in the, I felt like there was an elephant in the hot tub with me and dude, we talked.
0: Mm, and yeah,
1: what um, insights did you receive? Because to me,
0: when I go there, I receive all types of insights. Uh, yes.
1: Constantly. I mean, that's where I have received so many insights. I, when I first had cancer, um, Ganesh was my dude because mm-hmm. he, he he goes through obstacles and I, it was the first time I had ever worked with them. Was when I was going through cancer, and this was a couple of years later that I'm in the hot tub. <laughs> and I mean, it was it was so strange to me because I I could smell, I I could smell that there was something very masculine and animalistic, and that was my first sign of like what is going on here? What am I doing? <laughs> and like, this is weird. This is weird. And I've gotten to the point in my life where I used to be. And this is because when I was a kid, I had things happen and I would get scared and hide, uh-huh. and stop whatever it was that was happening. Now I'm like, this is cool. What's happening. Let's go. I want to see uh-huh. more. And I, I goodness, showed up and we we chatted and I thanked him for his help during the cancer. Uh-huh. And he, he was just cool. And I've, I've had other deities show up that way. And they always come with something. A lot of times, I mean, this is how I had my brother tell me something on my 50th birthday that really threw me for a loop. And I, he thought I knew and it was about stuff that had happened when we were kids. And it was after that, that I really started working a lot more and saying, okay, what happened? What is the stuff that I don't remember? And when I go into a deep meditation, somebody will show up and be like, you remember this? And they'll start talking to me about something and they will walk me backwards Uh until I remember exactly what started it all. And I have had that happen to me now so many times. And I mean, it's a form of shadow work. It's, it's, It's a form of shadow work. And I think the cannabis has really helped me to get there. To be able to do it like that because I I couldn't before. I mean I had such a uh-huh. hard time meditating without cannabis. Uh-huh. It was terrible. It was absolute. I couldn't do it. I I can't sit still. I go crazy. <laughs> well, I tell can't us. Do it.
0: Okay, so tell us about your connection with the um, Gathering Grove because I mean, you, as grounded as you are, and, and folks, I don't know. You should be able to tell. She's really earthy. Okay. Um, and she's grounded. She's light and fun, but she she's really earthy. So tell us about uh, the Gathering Grove. What's that about?
1: The Gathering Grove. Um, it, I originally got together with four friends back in 2003 or three friends. There was four of us all together and we celebrated may together. And it was our first group ritual ever. And okay. for about a year, it was just four of us. And then we slowly started having people join in, and we decided we needed a name, and one of the people pointed out that we gathered in the Grove. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we were all like, you're right, (laughs) Uh so we became the Gathering Grove. hey it works you took and, your truth um, right doing, yeah we've been doing rituals now um since 2003 mm-hmm. uh we have had sometimes our rituals are like they're, they're small four people we've had up to 40 people at other times um we we have all kinds of stuff out on the land that we have been I've been working on Changing, we have ritual areas outside. We have what we call the inner grove ritual area, which is where one of our original first ritual areas was, and it's back in the woods. We have woods on our land, which we didn't have when I moved here. When Mm -hmm. I moved here, my this whole our property was all mowed. And in the past 20 years, I have changed it to where we have a forest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Wow. We have our own woods and I, I cut paths. I always put a path through the grass before any trees started popping up, and I just let everything else grow. Uh huh. so now we have all these paths that go through the woods and they lead to our ritual area and they lead to the chicken graveyard <laughs> and and we okay. have a maple area we have uh, a- okay wait a minute the chicken graveyard yeah we raise chickens oh okay <laughs> so when when one of them leaves us they we we have about 40 chickens buried in our backyard
0: okay
1: okay if there's so- ever if there's ever a zombie apocalypse and they come out of the ground, I am so in trouble. But yeah, there's there's there'll be a whole army of chickens coming after me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we have a whole bunch of them buried back there. And we have our, our full moon um, maple commons. We have our own mm-hmm. maple. And mm-hmm. we did it this year for and we did it in purple and orange. And we had the whole area lit by uh, candles and pumpkins. And it was a lot of fun. Mm. Um, and we have an outer grove ritual area, and we have the spiral labyrinth, and um, yeah, we have a lot of stuff going on here.
0: Oh, sounds like a lot of fun. Now, do you ever work with folks online, or is it just all in person at your we, property? We
1: started. We started working online during um, the pandemic last year, uh-huh. and we actually just had a meeting last night online to start setting up more stuff for the winter, basically to do online, so that we're not all in the house yes it's important to get out there and get that fresh air it is it is we we did do some rituals last year outside in december <laughs> <laughs> a little chilly where you're i'll at. tell you what though when you mask in december because you know we're in, i'm in northern illinois so uh-huh. i mean like today let me see what is it right now it's 44 degrees outside <laughs> yeah okay. so when we were hitting like you know 10 degrees and we're going outside to do a ritual we had um masks that were they're like the double fabric mm-hmm. Ooh, did you keep your face warm mask. <laughs> it was so weird I mean it's it's, it's really cold out we're all standing in this circle and we realized you couldn't see anybody's breath it was really mm-hmm. <laughs> but you were warmer you know yeah it, it, it really it helped to keep us warmer so like masks are great I love them. yeah well <laughs> Helps me save on
0: makeup. You just put on the mask. and You you save
1: on makeup. Nobody tells you to
0: smile. You don't know if they're doing it or not. So, you know, unless they look at the eyes. (laughs) Unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to look at your eyes. So um, let me ask you this. Um, For the meditation, are there any particular strains that you utilize? Or is it whatever you feel at the moment? For me,
1: um, if I'm meditating, I, I have to use an indica. For sure definitely uh-huh. use indicas unless i i do like to do like i don't know if, i call them meditations but it, it's more like a dance meditation uh-huh. where i'll put on some like chanty type of music and then i then i'll use a sativa uh-huh. mixed with indicas I'll, I'll alternate um but if i can get my hands on anything that's a kush those are usually better for me for meditating and my uh-huh. favorites will always be Northern Lights and Alien Rock Candy.
0: Boy, it's hard to find them. You know, I'm in California yeah. and this is like the, the world of the, the land of the plenty, right? And um, they keep yep. coming up with new strange, which is good, but.
1: Yeah, I, I I I my goal is someday, I think it would be awesome if somebody would open a, a dispensary that only sold weed that was named after movies. <laughs> okay have you seen there's like all these kind of star wars ones Mm -hmm. And and that's just it they're going crazy coming up with all these new ones that they're not necessarily growing the oldies but goodies anymore and i do enjoy some of the new ones but i would love to be able to find some of the older strains that i just can't find around here anymore Yeah, well, I
0: I think you can't find them a lot of places. And if you actually folks do your research and you find out what works for a particular uh, situation and then you go try to find it, you can't find it, you become more Mm -hmm. frustrated and then you almost lose faith that, you know, the new ones, the newbies are going to work because you just, you know, it's not trying. I have, you know, I just
1: realized there was one I've had my son too. We both had, it was um, Black Afghan OG Mm -hmm. and it made both of us really paranoid. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I just remembered that one. We don't buy that one no more. We uh-huh. neither one of us liked it. It would it both of us and it's just an, it's a regular indica strain, but both of us got really paranoid feelings from it. And boy, that's a whole lot of fun with both you and your kid are paranoid. <laughs> You're
0: both running. I could I could see the visual, but I just won't describe it. <laughs> Well, you know, I found that it's trial and error and what works for me might not work for you or someone else, especially when it comes to alleviating the pain. Um, Mm -hmm. I I make my own salve. I I bought one of those um, Novas so that you can decarb it's yes. so it's not stinking up
1: your house. Yep. Um, I have one of those and a magical butter machine. Do you have a magical it, butter machine? I
0: I do, but I can't
1: figure out how to work it. And I've had it for 4 years now and it's still <laughs> sitting in the closet. My my granddaughter's <laughs> other grandma <laughs> mm-hmm. bought me one for Christmas a few years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, those, that's they're, cool.
0: Cuz you get you, you get people that are open to it. And you know, I I hope that you know, seriously, I hope that people can get um, past the stigma that the government has put on this medication. And that's what it is. Years. Have
1: you ever actually watched that movie Reefer Madness? No. What, no, oh my, let me write it down. I now. have never watched it. And my my son's like, oh, 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 it's terrible. It's terrible. And I don't even remember how he found He found it somewhere. Uh-huh. It is, oh my gosh, the things that they claimed that cannabis would make you do. It was uh-huh. insane. And this it was a government propaganda film. You get the chance, watch it just to see what they were telling people. Okay. And about how it make you this crazed, murderous lunatic and all this stuff. Serious mm. the movie is crazy. And the movie was made by the government to stop propaganda to stop mm-hmm. people from because yeah. the pharmaceutical
0: industry couldn't figure out how to utilize cannabis in a way that they could profit from i had a neighbor who had a neck surgery and we were talking about you know um using cannabis and he goes oh well, i'll just get those pills from the doctor It's, you know um cannabis but it's in pill form yes and yes, I, know what
1: you're talking about.
0: Yep. I can't think of the name of it right now i can't and, either
1: but i do know what you're talking
0: about yep yeah and he said you know what he goes <laughs> His words, that shit don't work. He goes, you got any flour and gave it to him. And he was fine. He didn't take any of the narcotics that they gave him. He was absolutely fine.
1: So, you know. A lot of people don't understand that one of the big reasons that cannabis became illegal, it had nothing to do with the effects. Mm -hmm. It was partly the DuPonts. And who was the Hearst family, people who were in the lumber industry, the paper industry, Uh and petroleum did not want hemp and cannabis around. Because guess what you can make out of hemp? All the things that you can make out of wood and petroleum. Uh So it would have lost them tons of money if hemp had kept being used for things and they made large donations they got appointments into federal positions and Mm. they made cannabis illegal wow yeah
0: also that they could save their profits it's truly amazing
1: so they could save their necks and Mm -hmm. then they were also able to use it as a way to control people of color
0: yeah yeah because it was definitely plentiful in. um the black neighborhoods but you could also go to jail for nine thousand yeah. years because you sold a joint so it was really interesting yeah. um carrie when we go to your website kerryconnor.com dot mm-hmm. rcom what are we going to find there uh Besides gonna... your beautiful paper hair.
1: <laughs> my purple hair uh let's see there is the uh shop link takes you to my etsy where um i have a bunch of fun stuff you can get s- copies of some of my books there um Mm -hmm. there's links believe to like my social media pages Mm -hmm. um I have a couple different like affiliate links those are the places that I like to shop Mm -hmm. uh there's information there a little bit about the gathering grove and the spiral labyrinth um the spiral labyrinth we have like a Facebook page and during the warmer months of the year we do uh full moon dances out in the spiral Mm -hmm. where women come out we uh, have a bonfire and we dance yeah. drink mm. wine you know this this kind of fun under the moon uh-huh. dancing naked under the moon no because oh i freak out a little <laughs> bit about that the, the neighbors are pretty good i mean i i, I will admit my i have a, neighbors that have lived next to us the entire time my husband's been here he built this house 36 years ago and i've been here now for 22 years uh-huh. the neighbors have been here that entire time they are a very wonderful christian family And when she found out about me, (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. um, I had already been here for several years first, and she had a lot of questions. She did. She had a lot of questions, and I was, you know, open with her. I answered all of her questions, and Uh she still, you know, drops off a flyer from her church every now and then. But Uh she she has seen us do plenty of rituals in the backyard. She has seen us dance out there, and she don't care. Yay! She's
0: open-minded. Oh yep. yay! Yeah, because you know, that can and so you know, not... and,
1: and she's she's in her seventies by now. I'm sure she's she's got to be up in her later seventies. She might even be eighty by now. Uh-huh. She's got great grandchildren, and she she still rides her bike every day, and um, she's okay with it. We have other neighbors on the other side that he will not speak to me, and he's scared I'm going to curse him. Well, I like it like <laughs>
0: that too. Oh, I, I, like I was
1: going to say well. <laughs>
0: You know, he's, it's he's a,
1: kind of the jerk of the neighborhood. So, I mean, he he really, he's definitely the jerk of the neighborhood. Yeah, so it's well, okay that he's scared of me. Yeah, because that
0: keeps him <laughs> out of your space. And um, sometimes it, yes, people don't does. realize, you know, how that works, but it definitely keeps <laughs> out of your space. So, Carrie, are you open to working with people, like for consultations, if they have questions, or is this oh, yes. strictly
1: Okay. definitely you know and I am honestly if you you can contact me on any of my social media I know mm-hmm. a lot of people don't answer that I do <laughs> <laughs>
0: normal concept have a business and she actually pays attention okay <laughs> you know
1: I mean I honestly I I think I, I know how much I have benefited from being able to use cannabis not only from a physical and a mental and a spiritual aspect but I've been Mm -hmm. able to write about it. So, I mean, financially even now too. Uh So yeah. Do I think I should share what I've learned with others and help them? Oh yes. Yeah, definitely. I think I I have the obligation to at this point.
0: Okay. Well, folks um, check her out at uh, com. That's K E R R I C O N N O R.com. Get the books. I mean, if you're, um, interested in you know 420 and how it can enhance your spiritual experience and actually your mundane experience right here on earth you know um get the book in and you know experiment a little bit um and then unless you are well versed do it stay home or stay in a safe container so to speak don't get behind the wheel of a car it's kind of like alcohol
1: you don't partners are a great thing too i talk about that in wake bake and meditate is having a partner Mm -hmm.
0: And it's important that, you know, you respect the herb and the herb will respect you back. But if you are suffering with any type of pain or um, neurological, I'll say that three times fast, um, (laughs) issue, um, it does help you. Okay, so do your investigation before you poo-poo it. Do your investigation before you think it's just about getting high. Just, you know, it's a medication. And if you utilize it as a medication, it will work for you. So Carrie, one word of wisdom, well, more than one word, but what's your word of wisdom for us before you go today?
1: My my biggest one is always going to be the same one is when you're starting this, just start slow and low and pay attention. It's amazing how much you can learn about yourself while you are learning about using cannabis.
0: Oh, okay. So remember that folks, slow and low. Okay, I actually like that um, slogan there, slow and low. So thank you, uh, Carrie, for being with us today. And thank you to the audience. Thank you. You're welcome for putting up with us as we do our way through cannabis um, and gave you some hard facts at the same time. And I want everybody to remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the magical choice of exploring cannabis for all the help that it can give to you mentally physically, and spiritually. abundant the blessings, light, and love to all. God